Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. We got a bunch of articles and stories lined up for you. First, I want to remind you guys to check out the product of the week. You guys voted and it won by a landslide, the vitamin C capsules with antioxidants. These are the non-GMO vitamin C formula with the quercetin and the bioflavonoids in it. Really, really important product, especially if you're planning on taking high doses of vitamin C and zinc together. The quercetin and the vitamin C really increases the bioavailability and absorption of the zinc, hence why we have the three in the kit that we put together with the vitamin C, the D, and the um, basically zinc on the front page. So be sure to check that out, the vitamin C caps with antioxidants on sale right now for products of the week. And also, too, wanted to give everybody a continual word of encouragement is I've seen now a lot, a lot of more fear porn popping up now as far as with this Delta variant. And quite frankly, all you have to do is look at the actual numbers of what they're trying to propose and everything they're telling you is a complete and total lie. The variant that they're trying to tell you is 10 times more deadly and more contagious. It shows you right here in the numbers from the SARS-CoV-2 variants of concern and variant under investigation that it is 19 times less deadly than the already massively inflated numbers from the lie of the COVID-19 that we saw last year. The reports were that they've seen 60,655 cases and a death rate of 70 people out of those 60,000, which brings it to less than 0.1% death rate. So let's just understand what they're doing. There's, I've seen numerous reports now where some states are talking about people having to mask back up and basically start doing social distancing again, which is complete and totally erroneous. There's already been documentation. There's already been science. There's already been research studies that have proved none of that works in reducing viral spreading. And now we're starting to hear in other reports that possibly in Europe and the UK and some other countries, they may be going back into lockdowns again. Now, again, that's rumors right now. But again, we just need to be prepared and understand there is no compliance with any of this any further. We know we were lied to. We know it was a complete and total sham. We know it was essentially a very aggressively mutated, lab-mutated flu that they worked on through gain-of-function in Wuhan and the American populace through our wisdom, through a lot of the nutrition aspects that we've learned and a lot of people, a lot of people learned last year about what vitamin C does and what zinc does and what D3 does that majority of people were able to fight out of this. This is why they had to manipulate the numbers by making sure the CDC said pretty much anyone and everyone that even has remotely a symptom automatically gets put down as a COVID case. They are now saying the London Times, the Sage government advisor, this is in London, and this coincides with what I was talking about with the rumors of them wanting to say that it's another lockdown time. They're now saying that in London, the it, they need to include fatigue, headaches, sore throat, and diarrhea on the official list of COVID symptoms, which would pick up 
almost 40% more cases on the virus. Callum Silman said a member of the scientific advisory group for emergencies this week. They said, as older people are vaccinated, proportionately more younger people are having the COVID infection and they're developing different symptoms. So not only are they saying now a dry cough, a headache, loss of, you know, uh, basically taste. Now they're saying if you have a, even another headache, if you have fatigue, if you have diarrhea, all those now are reported, which ironically enough, there's pretty much every single sickness, viral infection, anything includes some form of those symptoms. So it clearly is being shown to you what they're attempting to do. So I really hope the people in the UK continue to rally and protest every single chance they get like they've been doing because lockdowns are unacceptable restrictions are unacceptable having people tell you that you cannot travel here and there that you cannot go by plane or train you cannot basically go here or there you have to have a passport i told you guys the show on tuesday the united emirates had basically come out now and they put facial recognition cameras throughout a huge portion of the malls and transport areas and they said the alleged these cameras, these facial recognition cameras use electromagnetic frequency to look at your body and test whether or not you're having symptoms of COVID, which I don't believe for one second that that's what those cameras are there for. They may actually have the ability to do that with the crazy technology they have now, but I don't buy for one second they're putting facial recognition cameras with electromagnetic frequency software in them to test if you're ready for covid they're basically doing it to increase the police state globally that's my opinion on that dad but i want to get that out there and just encourage everybody do not live in a spirit of fear but of love and of wisdom and of sound mind and of using wise decisions to continually direct your path on where you're going don't make decisions based on fear don't make decisions based on what you hear off cnn make informed consent decisions based on what is the best possible option on what you know and the research you have done because as you pretty much can all realize now nothing you hear on the mainstream media anymore is truth it's either manipulated or it's downright lies in order to make you think a certain way through the psychological operations that they're incredibly good at presenting to everybody so just wanted to give everybody a heads up on that dad what do you think well, you're right. Uh, this morning, Sharon came to me and she'd gotten a text sent to her that basically said that in you know two weeks from now that England's going to have complete and total lockdowns like forever. And I told her, I said, you know, you can't believe this. And she goes, what do you mean? I, There's a document. I said, you know, documents are forged. You know, I mean, it, it, some of the news sites, and this is why I don't do this at the Health Masters website as far as our news items. You know, they tell you that war with China is imminent, that China and Russia are about to invade Hawaii and that, you know, China's about to nuke us with their subs. Russia's about to nuke us with their subs. Guys, none of this is true. It's not true. None of it's true. It's more fear porn. It's all it is, just fear porn, fear porn, fear porn, because they want to keep you f- afraid all of the time because a scared population is obedient. If yep. you really think that you're about to get killed and somebody says, look, you're about to be attacked. Here's what you need to do or you're going to die. You're going to do it. You're going to listen. And it's psychological warfare, again, thought, taught to them through Tavistock, through the Office of Naval Intelligence, all started back during World War I with shell shock when they found that people's personalities actually split after they were subjected to being bombarded with mortars for weeks on end. And they were hiding in a hole, and they finally realized that people had to basically disassociate themselves from being in the hole and they had to turn into somebody else. 
out of a form of self you know, preservation, self survival. Once they figured out they could do that, they were intrigued by it. And they thought, well, how can we inflict this on people that are basically the general population? And they do it through trauma based mind control. This is what the CIA did. This is what they did in the concentration camps. This is what they did with Tavistock. This is what they did throughout the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and still continue to do it to this day to the general population of the world because it's very effective to control, at controlling people when you scare them half to death. And that's why I get, so, I get so sick of it, guys. Listen to me. There are websites out there. Everything's about we're about to have earthquakes. We're about to have tidal waves. We're about to have meteorites. Russia's about to attack us. China's about to attack us. And here's why they do that. And I know some of these people that put these websites out, and I fussed at them about it. They do it for clickbait. Some of them put people up that are absolutely frauds, frauds, fraudulent website, fraudulent people, and they have these sensationalized headlines. And people go, oh, my God, oh, my God, click, 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 click. And what happens is when that happens, the Alexa rating goes up, and they have a higher website ranking, and they're selling advertisement on their websites. And they're not really getting the kind of numbers that they say they are. It's all fear porn clickbait. And I've actually advertised on websites like this before thinking they had these huge numbers. And all of a sudden we like don't even cover the cost of the ad. I mean at all. You know, I mean it's like, you know, we spend twenty five hundred dollars to put an ad up and we end up, you know, generating a couple hundred dollars in sales from it because it's all a lie, it's all a sham. And I've talked to I talked to Jeff Rents one time. I said, Jeff, why do people do this? He said it's about clickbait and about getting advertising revenue up. He said it's all about getting people to come in and believe the lie of Alexa and to believe the lie of the number of hits and the number of people responding to their websites. But the reality is it's all a fake. It's all fake. So when you see them talking about earthquakes and comets and Russia's about to attack us and Japan's about to attack us and, and China's about to attack us and tornadoes are going to kill everybody. and her, it's, just, it's all a bunch of lies, okay? They, first of all, they're not clairvoyant. They don't know if this is going to happen, and this is fear porn. And you think, well, alt media is doing that? Yeah. A lot of alt media sites do that. If you notice, Health Masters doesn't take any ad revenue. Look, go look at our website, healthmasters.com, if you've never gone there. You won't see one other product listed by one other person or one other group posted on the website. Why? Because we don't sell that. We don't sell you know, space on our website. You know, Health Masters sponsors the Ted and Austin Brower show. Health Masters pays for this show, and it's expensive to maintain the show. And we basically are here to help you guys, and that's why we're able to come in for a full hour and do a show with you for an hour like we did yesterday. And you're able to basically not have to listen to commercial breaks for the entire hour every four to six minutes. That's why we do that, and that's why we don't take – I cannot tell you. I was, I was this past week. I it was deluged again with people asking me to advertise on the Ted and Austin Brewer Show. I constantly get people asking me to promote their books, promote the material. I always say send me the book. Send me the book. I'll mention it on the show if I think it's a good book. If I don't think it's a good book, I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to promote it. And in the vast majority of the time, I don't promote books because there's parts of the books that don't. Okay, I'm about to get the preach coming on me again. I don't want to do that because I'm, you know, I've got so much stuff to cover. Listen to me. It's the best of my ability. I'm going to tell you the truth. If they don't talk to you about Zionism, if they don't talk about what I talked about yesterday about the ancient Canaanite religions, and they don't talk to you about human sacrifice and blood letting and soul cooking and all the crazy garbage these guys are involved in and here's the other thing too when i talk to you about the synagogue of satan 
I'm talking to you about the Jews who claim to be Jews but are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. Now, that's a very broad term. It's very important to understand that. Hillary Clinton is of the synagogue of Satan. So is Bill Clinton. So is Donald Trump as far as I'm concerned. Now you think, well, I can't believe you just said that. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. There's, we had two more people arrested locally this past month and this week in Lakeland, which is 10 miles away from us, who went to the rally in, in D.C. on January the 6th. Where was Donald Trump with their pardon? Hmm? Let me ask you that. His daughter is a Kabbalist. His son-in-law is a Kabbalist. They're both Shabbat members. He's a high-level Mason person. You can see him with all the hand signals and the hand gestures he does all the time. It's like Bill Cosby got his butt out of jail yesterday after raping all those women on a technicality. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been let out for the technicality, but I'm saying he raped all those women. You know, It's unbelievable what he did, but he's a Mason. He's, he shows all these Masonic hand signs. He always is asking all this stuff as far as for mercy, and he shows these inverted triangles and all this crazy crap he's involved in. He's a Mason. Okay, and so they got him out of prison and you say, well, I like Bill Cosby. Well, OK, you guys, I'm glad if you do, you like him. Great. I know him. I don't like him. He's awful. I've, I've done seminars with him. He's horrible. He's a horrible person. He raped a lot of women, gave him drugs, gave women. I'm not, I'm not going there today. But the point is, I'm going to let you know that it's the synagogue of Satan doing all of this stuff. And not all of the people involved in the synagogue of Satan claim to be Jews. Hillary Clinton doesn't claim to be a Jew. Bill Clinton doesn't claim to be a Jew. You know, all these people out there who are involved in this stuff basically are from all different backgrounds, all different faiths or not faiths. We've got to understand that. You know, it's, and I'm, I don't get me wrong. I don't want to pick on anybody. I don't want to pick on any individual group. But then again, I pick on everybody, don't I? Because I don't want to be that person that picks on one particular race or one particular religion. I don't want to do that. What I'm telling you guys is this. We have a group of people out there that are running this new world order that are Satanists. They practice the ancient Canaanite religions. They, they're involved in all – like Podesta and all the rest of these weirdos. We have all these people involved in this stuff, and if we don't call them out for who they are and what they do, it's going to be bad. Now, do I believe in what Jews believe as far as the Kabbalah and, you know, and the Zohar? Absolutely not. Okay, do I believe in what Muslims believe? Absolutely not. How about Hindus? No, I don't believe in that stuff either. How about Buddhists? Absolutely not. There's one person who was, who was raised from the dead, who's not in a tomb, who came here as the son of God, who fixed this mess that we're in. And if you listen to yesterday's show, you'll find out all about that. But guys, listen to me. It's so important. We've got to stay focused on the goal that we have because we're not born of a spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind. Because here's what we have to realize this. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. This is what we've commonly referred to in, in, the, in the Protestant faith and the Catholic faith is the Godhead, you know, the triune Godhead. Now, we don't really understand how it all goes together, but we know that it's all part of the same you know, trio, the same trinity. The Godhead wants to create and develop things. You know, that's how they, why they develop the planet. They literally take pleasure in humanity, and they bless us in all things, provided that we seek their will in what we do. The Hebrews, the ancient Jews from basically Egypt, they failed to understand that God can experience emotions and that it is possible to trigger a negative response if God is provoked. you got to understand this. 
God was furious with the Israelites' incessant doubt and unbelief, idolatry, and persistent rebellion in their continuing worship of Baal and Asherah and Moloch and killing their own children and sacrificing them. This is why God told Moses that he no longer wanted to accompany the Hebrews into the promised land, but that an angel would do it instead. Moses interceded, as he did when God was going to kill them with the golden calf incident, and God was moved by Moses' determination, and he relented and didn't kill all the Jews and all the Israelites. He didn't do it. Okay? Then many Christians, you have to understand this, are just as spiritually dense as the Hebrews were in the wilderness. Mankind has created the, Mankind was created in the image of God. This includes a spectrum of positive and negative emotions. Okay? We basically are in the image of God. God has emotions, so do we. However, here's the difference. God is omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, and he's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere all at once through all timelines. And he also has emotions. We've got to get that. And is therefore prudent to walk circumspectly so that you don't provoke him. It's simply easier to do what is right in God's eyes by doing your best to walk as Jesus walked. It's like I talked to you guys on Tuesday's show about if you're quick to confess your sin to God and say, God, please help me to get through this. Please help me not to do this again. Please help me to be better. He understands that because remember, he's the Godhead. He's all-knowing, he's omnipotent, and he's omniscient. He said, and I read this to you on Tuesday, he knew in advance before the Israelites went into the promised land that they were going to fall and that they would be scattered and they would be destroyed. I read you the scripture on Tuesday because of their disobedience and because of the following of other gods. He knew that, and this is exactly why he's you know, considered God because he's omnipresent, omniscient, and, omnip- you know, and omnipotent. And he created us, and we have to understand that. So it's always best to walk in his will and to walk in his ways and understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, who redeems us. If we understand that, it makes going through life a lot easier, and you don't have to stay stressed out. Now let me ask you another question too. Since we're basically in this together here today, let's say you're reading this website and China's about to nuke us and Russia's about to nuke us. And everybody's about to nuke us, and everybody's going to turn the United States into a glass parking lot, right? What are you going to do about it? Is worrying going to help? As soon as you leave here, you're going to go be with God. You know, you're tied basically to an umbilical to him through the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, through a blood covenant. We talked about that in depth yesterday. So stressing out over this, looking at death as something that's going to be awful, is nonsense, that's why the Bible says, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? It doesn't exist anymore for us. We don't have to worry about that. We have eternal life through Jesus. So don't allow things that you can't control to stress you out. So everybody leaves here tomorrow. We all get to go to heaven. Okay. That's, that was nice. It was fun trip while it lasted, but now we're out of here. Okay. That's how you have to look at it. You know, you can't get all bent out of shape and worrying. The Bible says, who by worrying can add a single moment to your life? You can't. So Don't do that. God's up every day, all the time, in all timelines, dealing with this stuff. We don't have to try to be him. We don't have to try to control everything. Let God be God. Ask him to direct you. Ask him, Father, I thank you that you direct my footsteps. Father, I thank you that I'm always at the right place, your right place, your right time, every time. I thank you that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I thank you that you give me a spirit of peace and of love and of a sound mind. And I thank you, Father, for your grace, 
and your mercy all the days of my life. That's all we can do, guys. So don't allow these alt websites to scare the yik yak out of you with fear porn. Don't do it. We got enough to deal with. You know, we got family issues. We got children issues. We got mother-in-law issues. We got all kinds of issues going on all the time around us. Worrying about getting nuked by the Russians and the Chinese ain't an issue you have to be concerned about. If it happens, you happen to survive it. Well, now you got another issue. You should have got some stored food. Okay, you should have got some storable water. Okay, you got all kinds of things that happen. But if they don't happen, remember, ninety-five percent of the stuff we worry about doesn't happen anyhow. Probably ninety-nine percent of it. So don't spend your life and waste your life being concerned about all the stuff. And guys, if you're listening to other shows, yeah, I'm gonna say it again, that are trying to scare you, give you fear porn, or not telling you the truth about this whole broad thing that's going on around us. Only take that show with a grain of salt and realize that the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And listen to shows that always talk about Jesus and who you are in Christ, guys. Very important. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? Well said, and that's exactly right. And I mean, that's why I've always encouraged people with everything, you know, train, prep, get what you need to as far as and set it and forget it. You know, occasionally practice stuff and train stuff, you know, whether it be with firearms or martial arts. But as far as other things, if you need certain things, if you need, you know, medical supplies or first aid kits or tourniquets or, you know, you stored food or backup water, get it. If it's something you're worried about, don't worry about it. Just get it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's as simple as it gets. And that concept eludes a lot of people as they sit around and get all stressed out about stuff. And then they want to turn around and be like, oh, uh, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. Dude, just forget it. The same thing with trying to constantly control people and dictate what people do all the time, even if it's family. People are going to do what they're going to do. Sitting around trying to actively get involved with this and constantly get all stressed out and try to control the situation, dude, speak your mind and let it go. Like Dad said, there's an issue. That's right. Let people know what's going on. Say, listen, this is what's going on. This is how you need to handle it, and then let it go because what will happen is in most cases – You'll get so much more stressed out than the other people you're actually trying to cater to or convince or control or monitor, whatever it is. And quite frankly, that's not healthy for anybody because as you get older, remember, cortisol levels, when they get higher, they don't come down as fast as they do when you're younger. When you're young, you, you can pretty much abuse your body pretty much with cortisol, just to be honest with you, with not sleeping, with always training, with overworking out, with going out, with doing stuff, drinking massive amounts of caffeine. Once you start getting older, you know it starts to catch up to you. you know, I'll tell you guys this. Yesterday – Actually, Tuesday was Lan and I's eight-year anniversary. So after the show on Tuesday, we basically went out to Tampa, stayed at a hotel out there, went out to eat dinner, and then we ended up uh, going to Bush Gardens yesterday. We tried to, try to do the show yesterday. That's why we ended up playing a uh, replay yesterday, which was an incredibly good show. Got a lot of good feedback on it, but I couldn't get the Wi-Fi service I needed from the hotel. Hotel was actually a 1905 federal courthouse in downtown Tampa that they turned and made into a hotel. Really cool place. Really cool architecture. Um, just built. They don't build them like they used to. I'll say that right now. Really cool place. And I'm really big on history stuff. Well, this was very um, like Italian, European, French-based hotel as far as a lot of stuff they pulled from it. And so they had this unbelievably nice coffee bar. And so they gave us two free drinks 
when we got there, two free coupons for it. Well, I didn't want to get any alcohol, so I said, dude, in the morning, let's get some, you know, let's get some, like, a cappuccino or espresso or something. So they had this nitrogen-infused French cold brew coffee, and I got a cup of it. I haven't had a cup of coffee in, I don't know, probably two or three years. I try to watch my heart, and I, I didn't have any issues with it yesterday. It was great, and I uh, felt unbelievably good on it. Remember why everybody likes to drink coffee, and uh, it ended up coming home, had a great workout, but I'll tell you what, by last night, I was shot. I was completely exhausted from this. Now, granted, this is some really strong coffee. I mean, it was. She even told me she goes, "We're only allowed to sell one cup of this a day to everybody because of the caffeine content in it." I said, "Well, if I'm gonna drink a cup of coffee, it's gonna be that one. So let me have it." And uh, last night, slept horrible. Woke up like four times last night. Why? Because of elevated cortisol. I'm not used to drinking coffee. So what happened was my body was trying to downregulate and control its cortisol levels, but it couldn't because they were so elevated from basically drinking coffee all day and being gone all day. And so I had took some melatonin in the middle of the night, finally got back to bed, and woke up this morning feeling pretty decent. But I can feel it already from yesterday. I just feel that fatigue. And so the next problem is what most people do. What do they do this morning? Next morning now, I got to get another cup of coffee. I got to wake up. I'm slugging. I got to get back on my level again. And so they drink another cup of coffee. Then what happens the next day? And it turns into the cyclical effect where you have to have increasingly larger amount of stimulants to get the desired effect. This happens with everything across the board when you're dealing with extreme stimulants. This is one of the reasons why I've always been so adamant on trying to make sure parents stay away from Adderall as a absolute last ditch measure when nothing else works because what happens is and i've personally seen this with numerous kids that i grew up with their parents put them on adderall stimulants which is a foreign phetamine salt it's designed to control and maintain attention deficit disorder the problem with this is when you start putting a teenager even younger than that on adderall which almost essentially when you look at it from a molecular standpoint is almost identical to either methamphetamines was very, very similar to it, their bodies become very used to it. And so they start using increasingly amounts of Adderall. They start them off at 5 milligram and 10 milligram, then 20 milligram, all the way up to 30 milligram Adderall tablets. And what happens is by the time these kids become adults, they're pretty much full-blown amphetamine addicts. When they don't have amphetamines, they don't know how to function. They get depressed. They can't focus. They have no energy. They have no mental acuity as far as being able to focus and do certain tasks, and it actually increases their ADD, or as they call it in most cases. In majority of the time, kids do not have attention deficit disorder. In my opinion, from a lot of physicians I've talked to, it's one of the most over basically prescribed drugs as far as for children because in most cases, these kids have a dietary nutrition disorder, so to speak. They're eating massive amounts of processed foods, huge amounts of fast foods, massive amounts of high fructose corn syrup and food color and like red 40, you know, blue two, yellow five, all those different colors. And so what happens is their bodies are constantly trying to deal with the toxic effects of all the sugar and food coloring and preservatives their body's eating. So it makes them what they call hyperactive, can't sit still, can't stay focused. Now, the other issue, too, when you take that, a lot of children that have a very high IQ and are actually very smart also are hyperactive. And majority of the time, they confuse hyperactivity with ADHD, when in most cases, these kids are just really sharp and they're not being challenged enough. They really need to focus on certain things that grab their attention. Now, also, too, one other aspect you can see is when kids get inoculated with these massive amounts of shots 
when they start getting these 10, 20, 30 different injections by the time they're 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, they start having all types of neurological problems and can't focus. So what do they do as a side effect? Throw them on Adderall. It's the first option they do. What happens is I said these kids cannot deal with it once they start getting older. And in most cases, if these kids have a substance abuse issue, it tends to go towards the stimulant side, and they start getting involved in basically prescription amphetamines. They start getting involved in methamphetamines. I have a very good friend of mine who's basically uh, split up from the girl he originally had his, his daughter with, and now he's got full custody of his daughter. She grew up on Adderall. She had a horrible problem abusing Adderall, and then when she became an adult and she could no longer get a lot of the Adderall prescriptions due to the price and her not being in school anymore, she switched over to methamphetamines and completely lost her mind. She's been in rehab multiple times, and it's sad. It really is sad because in a lot of these cases, these kids were set up for failure from the very beginning when their parents put them on these drugs. So I encourage you. Look at other options before you start putting them on these Schedule II controlled amphetamine drugs. They are unbelievably addictive. There's a lot of things you can do like increase the omega-3 fatty acids like the cod liver oil, the children's cod that we have is incredibly good. The ultra-omega cod fish oil that we have in the capsules is incredibly good with high levels of DHA, which massively increases cognitive functioning. You can also look at D3 levels, D3 levels are incredibly important in young children. Also, too, B-complex. B-complex is very, very important in young children because they burn through B vitamins like they're going out of style when their bodies are extremely active. Those are just a couple of nutrients you can add in. And on top of that, it's so important to watch the diet. Food coloring is in everything with kids' food nowadays. It's sad. And this isn't by accident, my friends. They know when these kids see the box of, you know, Lucky Charms or these fancy cereals that have, you know, 40, 50, 60 grams of sugar for one serving, and they're loaded with food coloring. They know the kids see the bright colors. They see the little characters on them. They want that food. They, des they intentionally design it and go for their target audience, and they intentionally make the food unbelievably toxic because they know what it does, and it increases the medical-industrial complex circle. So understand what you're allowing your kids to have. Just because they want it doesn't mean they get it. If you're at the store and they see a box of food like that and they want it, that doesn't mean you have to buy it. If they want a snack or they want a dessert or something, go buy some organic ice cream once in a blue moon and go buy some vanilla ice cream, you know, and basically put a little bit of organic chocolate syrup on it for them. There's nothing wrong with that occasionally. I don't recommend you do that all the time because the sugar, but you don't have to sit there and deprive your kid from a dessert every now and then, but you also don't have to feed them complete and total garbage that belongs in the dump. Please be aware of that because this is starting to become a serious problem. I get emails on this all the time on this topic. That's why I wanted to bring it up and really kind of just let people know. A lot of people are predisposed to have issues with stimulants. They start having stimulants. They start wanting more of them. Then they start going to other stuff, especially when you start dealing it with these kids. So if you're going to use coffee, as the beginning said this, use it sparingly for an event. I don't recommend using coffee all the time. Dad's the same approach with that as I am because once you start using it, you have to start increasing your amounts of it or else it doesn't work anymore. And then eventually you reach a point in time where you just feel like straight garbage unless you have coffee. And then your coffee just makes you feel normal. If you need a stimulant for something specific, I recommend the purple sticks or the best one that I really recommend is the attention factor. The attention factor can really help out with cognitive functioning when you need it 
it for a specific event. I do not recommend that product on a daily basis as you don't need it. You don't need stimulants every day. Nobody does. But if you need it for a project, if you need it for a presentation, if you need it for something at work, if you're writing a paper in college, attention factor is incredible for those scenarios. I even have a buddy of mine that basically works as a uh, manager for Publix. And when they have basically a big event coming in or something he's got to do, he always comes in. He's like, man, I need to grab another bottle of attention factor. I'm going to be using a bunch of it this week. And then, you know, he won't use it for another two, three, four, five weeks. Use stuff as it needs to be done and make sure you're eating correctly and taking the right nutrients and getting them in your body on a regular basis like the ultimate multiple, the vitamin C, the D3, and take care of your body because I'm telling you, my friends, there's an all-out onslaught for our immune systems right now. They're going after everybody, and they're having to lie because God made us so unique that we have such an effective immune system. We can fight through almost anything with the right nutrients and the right information. This is why last year… People started buying vitamin C. up. There ended up being a national shortage of vitamin C and D3 in the United States. I mean, I mean we had a huge stockpile of it because we always do, and so we were able to take care of a lot of our customers. But there were a lot of manufacturers. They were calling us up saying, dude, we can't get raw materials. We can't get stuff. And I said, wow, and I've never seen that before. And it wasn't because COVID couldn't get anything here. It was because people started waking up and realizing when you're told – you can't take vitamin C for COVID because we don't know if it works. You can't take ivermectin. You can't take hydroxychloroquine. There's no option whatsoever for COVID. You just have to sit and wait in your home until a vaccine's made. That right there should make you question the entire narrative of everything they tried to lie to you about last year. When they tell you it does not matter, there are no options, you can't do anything, you are helpless, live in fear. That is a lie from the pit of hell, and that is something Satan is incredibly good at, is lying to people and putting them in fear. Fear is not from God. Being fearful of life, being fearful of living, being fearful of doing stuff is not from God. Always remember that. Remember what we're here for and why we have freedom of will to make our own decisions. It's our decision if we want to live in fear. It's also our decision if we don't want to live in fear. I'll pick the latter and not live in fear because fear is not do anything but wear down your body and make you more controllable and more manipulatable on a regular basis. So understand what they're doing right now. Dad nailed it on the head with a lot of these fear porn sites. They're pushing the stuff out there to constantly keep you in a state of fear. Your fear and your in fear you're controllable. Very simple concept, not difficult to figure out. Basic psychology will tell you that and understand what they're trying to do and do not allow it to happen to you, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, you're absolutely right. And, you know, that's why I started the first segment off with this because of the fear porn sites. And I'm, if I start talking to you about names of people that you would know, you'd know a whole bunch of these fear porn sites. There's a bunch of them out there. And they're not of God. I'm telling you that they're not of God. And, you know, in, in, in a lot of these same sites, they are always out there praying imprecatory prayers on people. And that's, that's not of God either. That's Old Testament stuff that we're not supposed to do. We're supposed to walk in love. Does that mean we're not supposed to call stuff out when people do us wrong? No, we're supposed to call it out. You know, we're supposed to let our light shine so people know what we believe. And we're supposed to call out bad stuff. But that doesn't mean we walk in fear. It doesn't mean we start cursing people. That's witchcraft is all that is. That's Old Testament stuff that they did as far as the old people and what they did and where they understood what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to change everything. See, in the Old Testament, you know, we had several concepts. We had God's relationship to man, man's relationship to man, the sanitary laws and the dietary laws. That was the basic premise of the Old Testament. 
And if you look at what happened with Christ, he forever changed man's relationship to man and God's relationship to man. He did through the blood covenant. You know, he never really did much with the sanitary laws or the dietary laws because they've turned into more principles in the New Testament. We need to be obedient to them, but they're not going to get they're not going to send you to hell. Okay. So what we have to understand is that we've got to think through, you know, the New Testament and its framework. That's why we don't run around praying imprecatory prayers and cursing people. We don't do stuff like that. It's, and it's not that you can't do it as a Christian. You can do anything, pretty much. You know, we got to, we don't have a spirit of fear, but power of love and a sound mind. And, you know, we're not walking in bondage, but that doesn't mean we have the right to go out and try to intentionally curse people. See, when you, when you speak stuff as a Christian, let me explain something to you, my friends. If you listen to yesterday's show, you'll get this. You got unbelievable power. You got unbelievable authority. I mean, you could do all kinds of things by the words that you speak and by the prayers that you pray, but should you? Okay. I always pray for God's perfect will to be done in somebody's life. I'm not going to be a person that's going to say, well, I think I know what they should do. It's like Austin talked about earlier. You can't do that. You've got to make sure that you allow that person to be led by the Holy Spirit. So I pray that they get exposed for what they're doing. That's what I do. I pray that God exposes them. I pray that their footsteps are ordered by God and they'll come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ and they'll repent. They'll stop living like that. I really do. That's the easiest way. Pray they get exposed. Look what happened to Hillary Clinton. We were praying that she'd get exposed in that 2016 election. A couple of weeks before the election cycle, the Podesta emails came out with the soul cooking and all the Luciferian stuff that she was involved with and he was involved with. And it went through the doggone all media like a razor blade and everybody started reporting on it. And all of a sudden, there was a landslide victory for Donald Trump okay? because we actually showed people that you know we could expose the stuff very, very quickly. You know, it's, All this stuff came out of WikiLeaks. That's why Julian Assange is still – basically locked up in a jail and being tortured. I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing to that man. But remember, Donald Trump didn't pardon him or Snowden or the people on January the 6th. Didn't do that, did he? He pardoned the two Israeli spies, let them let them let them out of jail, pardon them, and basically allowed them to do whatever they were going to do after they sold all those secrets to Israel, gave them to him. He did all that. Those are the big pardons. But nobody talked about that in mainstream media. Because nobody wanted people to realize who his handlers were. You got to understand that. It's very, very important. The Kabbalah, the Zohar, and Freemasonry are inextricably linked. You know, the 30th degree ritual for Freemasonry brings the guy out from the Zohar who wrote the Zohar laying in a casket. We talked about this a few weeks ago when I exposed Freemasonry and I went into detail on what the Kabbalah was and what Freemasonry is and how it ties together. So we've got to understand this new world order. Like I mentioned yesterday, you got the Bilderbergers, you got the Committee of 300, you got the you know Trilateral Commission, you got the Council on Foreign Relations, you got the United Nations. All of these things are controlled by the international bankers and the bloodline families, all of them. And so it's we're systemically corrupt. We got our politicians screwing little girls, all right? We we do. We got the Kabbalists screwing the United States and the entire planet with their Federal Reserve money market Babylonian schemes. They do. And with their huge death cult they've got going, trying to bring in the Antichrist, all of this stuff is happening all around us. Our judiciary is systemically corrupt. It is. And Congress is a joke. Our local politics are systemically corrupt in most cases. And that's why I urge you guys over and over and over again. That's why Austin and I are trying to lead by example. You know, we post the stuff that we do. We're involved in local politics. We need to get that. And we need to realize that we don't have to be subjected to fear porn and believe it. Like right now, the World Economic Forum, this is Klaus Schwab, the 
Nazi wannabe, basically Kabbalist, he basically releases a god on how to coerce and manipulate the public into getting the COVID vaccine. Why? Because they're trying to change us into something else. This is transhumanism they're bringing in to connect us to a hive mind, to a computer system, a D-wave computer that's interconnected to Lucifer in another realm, another dimension. That's what this is. And, and we need to realize that the World Economic Forum is a complete and total satanic group. The World Economic Forum, you know, they've had a bigger part to play in the last 15 months, last year and a half, than many of you realize is what's going on in the United States and the world and how they're coercing and manipulating the general public into getting the COVID vaccine. And we need to understand that these folks are telling the governments what to do. They want to recommend that health officials implement increasingly more draconian lockdowns and trying to force the people to get vaccines. They're doing it with phone calls, direct mail, television, billboards, digital channels, on and on and on and on. And they're doing the best they can to force everybody into the hive mind. That's what they want. And I've said this before, and I had a lot of people send up a bunch of question marks on this one. And, it's, and I, I, I'm asking this as a question. How do we know that this hasn't happened before on other planets that God created? How do we know that this quote-unquote Luciferian dictate hasn't happened all over the galaxy, all over the universe before on other planets. We don't know. We don't know what God created, what he didn't create. We have an idea based on what the word of God says. But how do we know this, is the, this, is not the, this, is not, this isn't the first time? We already know what happened once before here in Genesis chapter 6. Now it's happening again. So we have to understand this war in the heavenlies that's been going on for millennial, you know, probably for who knows how many, then hundreds of thousands, not millions of years, it's something that we're just finding ourselves a part of in the last few decades. We're starting to realize what's going on. The Bible warned us about it thousands of years ago that our battle is not against flesh and blood. So that's why we have to stand against all of this stuff because this new world order they're bringing out isn't a new world order. They're bringing back the old world order of Genesis chapter 6 where every thought of every man is evil all the time, and we've got to get our, hands, our heads and our minds wrapped around that because if we don't, we're going to be in a situation where, you know, we're going to be finding ourselves, you know, in a completely in total totalitarian lockdown state. Now, Governor DeSantis is having some, how should I say, uh, comments with Donald Trump about the rallies they're hosting in Sarasota with Donald Trump. Because Governor DeSantis says, look, we've got a building just fell down in Palm Beach down there in West Palm that basically in Miami that basically has a bunch of dead bodies buried. And maybe this isn't the best time now to have a big rally and a big hoopla session. So now Governor DeSantis and Donald Trump are starting to have a few mixed words. Now, does that mean that that's really happening? Probably not. Okay, This is all probably scripted so that these two can go at each other for the next presidential set of debates. I don't know. I have no idea. Remember, this is a circus sideshow. Bring out the dancing bears. Bring out the tiptoeing elephants. Bring out the hippos. Bring out everything you want people to see and make them not pay any attention to what's really going on around us very very important that we understand that also what do you think of what's your next story <laughs> i do so oh enjoy watching the dancing bears but you know you can't get too distracted by them. <laughs> yeah, me too bud. it's going on and you know he's he, he spot on with this guys a majority almost all this stuff you see is theater if it gets reported on as far as really big mainstream reporting and they just love to blow it out there most of it's theater because they're told what they can and can't show remember 
Fox generates basically 70% of their revenue from pharmaceutical ads. Same thing goes with pretty much all of the companies, all of the, the big, big, you know, mainstream media companies. They are told what they can and can't talk about. You ever wonder why they never have any nutritionists or any doctors or any scientists basically come on any of the mainstream media and talk about, hey, what's, let's do a segment on what's a natural approach to boost your immunity. So in the event this Delta variant or any of these other manipulated, twisted, made up words they want to come up with to call basic amplified or mutated flu. Why don't they have anybody come in and say, listen, this is the best option for you. This is the best thing you can do. Why? Not one single time, not one single time on any mainstream outlet has anybody talked about that at all. In fact, they've actually banned it. You know, Facebook made sure they came out there and said, you cannot talk about any other treatments that is not approved by the WHO and the CDC. I don't, I don't remember who elected the WHO, the World Health Organization, to dictate our health policy in the United States. I, for, I forgot when I voted on that. Same thing with the CDC. I don't remember when I voted to have the CDC tell me what I can and can't talk about on Facebook. Well, because you never did because they give you the, the illusion that you have the ability. That's why we do what we do on this show to get the truth and get the news out there to really help people out the best they can. This is why you don't hear about BlackRock or Blackstone and anything they do as far as going in and buying up huge amounts of property. And they're pretty much now the Federal Reserve. If you looked at the research on it, you have more and more BlackRock coming up now as pretty much the world's largest shadow bank. They're the world's largest asset manager, and they pretty much dictate what the world – or basically what the Federal Reserve does. They're pretty much starting to dictate global monetary policy now. Well, it's not that BlackRock is some new company that just showed up out of nowhere. They've been around for quite a while. It's because the people that run the banks, JP Morgan, the Federal Reserve, all that, they're all involved. And BlackRock's basically just the newer one over the last decade that's really started to take hold. I saw an article earlier on Zero Hedge now. They said that now basically uh, Blackstone basically is now coming in there and they are buying up. Blackstone was basically another subsidiary of BlackRock. They've come in now, and they're buying up a huge part of the MGM resorts now in Vegas. And what they're going to do is then they're going to own them, but they're going to lease the buildings, the hotels, the Ariat, and another one over there back to MGM and lease them so they can basically generate cash flow for MGM at a $3.39 billion cash deal. So they're going to buy it from MGM Resorts. Then they're going to lease it back to MGM Resorts so MGM Resorts can generate cash flow because they've basically been hemorrhaging cash since last year. This is what these guys do. They're all, inter they're all interconnected. And this is why you have to remember that the monetary system that we're seeing right now isn't real. It's a facade. It's a bubble, especially over the last 15 years now from what we've seen. So it's so important that you make sure you have all your ducks lined up for what you need to be doing in the future. I know a lot of people that basically you know, made good money in the stock market over the last year. But I've encouragedly told people, I know, listen, if you're up, if you've made cash, even if you got to eat the capital gains and go throw some of that cash basically in real estate for a good price or go put it in gold or silver or platinum, put it in something that's going to hedge because a lot of people have a tendency to have a real short attention span. 
they constantly start getting something or they start benefiting from something. They forget what happened six months ago or a year ago or 10 years ago or in 2009. Let's be real direct on that. So they kind of go, oh, that's not going to happen again. As I promise you, inflation's increasing, but this isn't meaning that we're not going to have a full-blown dump on the market again. This is why I've told a lot. I've had multiple people that live out of state saying, dude, we want to buy property in Florida. We're, we're trying to buy property in Florida. I said, I'd watch it right now. You know, I said, it's up to you if you want to go in and dive into that. I said, but I'm not giving you any financial advice. I'm not giving anybody financial advice. This is something you may want to hold off on right now because we have a massively inflated economy down here in Florida because so many people are moving down here, and it's just part of it. I mean, you know, I was driving back again on the interstate yesterday, and I'm, I'm sitting there. It's raining, of course. It's June. Well, now it's July, but it was June yesterday, and the traffic stopped, and there's all these out-of-state tags, and for some odd reason – these out-of-state tags love to get in the left lane when it rains and flip their hazards on and drive 30 miles an hour when we have some sprinkling on the windshield. And it drives me up the wall, and so does everybody else that lives around here. You learn how to drive in the rain in Florida pretty quickly from living down here. Don't drive like an idiot. Don't tailgate. Don't be trying to jump in and out of lanes aggressively and slide sideways. But other than that, just drive safely. When people start doing that and they flip their hazards on when it starts sprinkling and slam on their brakes, all it does is cause congestion and it causes more accidents. Because now you got people like me that are still doing 65, 70 miles an hour, which is the speed limit when it rains because it's just fine as long as you have good tires. And then you have people that all of a sudden jam their brakes, flip on their hazards, and everybody's sliding around them, slamming on their brakes, trying not to run into everybody because we're like, dude, what the heck? He's had somebody flip on their hazards at 30 miles an hour in the left lane. Like, you can't do that. So, again, if you come down to Florida, come visit us. But learn how to drive like a Floridian when you come down here, as much as I can say, because a lot of people are moving down here. And, um, you know, again, it's a great state. We've been wide open, but it's getting massively overbloated. And I'm just praying that everybody down here really, really stays awake and vigilant on our next election cycle. Because Florida is one thing. It's a very hard state to hack elections because majority of them are all hand ballots. And there's a lot of restrictions and a lot of rules down here we're still having to show IDs and addresses and everything when you vote, which is a good thing. I extremely encourage that. It's not racist to ask somebody for an ID when they're voting in one of the most important things we have in a constitutional republic. That concept for some reason eludes people. If you're saying that it's racist to show an ID, that it's racist to show an ID on a plane, or it's racist to show an ID to get your a new tag. I mean, wh where are we going to go with this now? But again, the only topic they want to pull the race card with is with voting. This is, is which is, shows you right there they're trying to manipulate the voting system, which we saw them clearly do back in November last year. And this is exactly what they're trying to do again. And like Dad said, what we're seeing right now with more and more people getting arrested. I just got an article a minute ago from basically Tampa Bay. Three more people have basically been arrested in the Tampa Bay area. They said for a, from the January 6th, you know, basically protest from the FBI. The FBI has gone completely rogue right now. I'm letting you guys know this right now. They're trying to instigate another Ruby Ridge Waco. You can see exactly what they're doing. They are not playing normal right now. They said Florida has the highest amount of arrest from individuals from the Capitol. 55 people in the state of Florida have been arrested now by the FBI for simply going to the Capitol. Most of the cases are completely and totally bogus.
you know, oh, we we have we have picketing and protesting inside a Capitol building. Oh yeah, that's well, we, that's why we sent a 15 man FBI team to kick in their front door at 3 a.m. and flashbang them and drag them out in handcuffs because they, they they protested in a Capitol building. Oh, yeah. oh and, and trespassing. They trespassed. Don't, don't forget that. What what about all the BLM riots in D.C. last summer with them burning down buildings and setting cars on fire and basically throwing mortars strapped with nails around them on federal agents? Well, they were just peacefully protesting. You can't hold them accountable for that. I mean, they were just trying to elicit change in society. Really? That's really the game we're going to play now with the FBI? Oh, that's exactly the game we're playing right now with the FBI. These guys have a vendetta. They're trying to make an example of the American patriots that nobody is allowed to say anything about what happened. This whole thing with the election is very clear what happened with it, and there's a reason why the FBI has gone full-blown rogue. I am so glad Dad and I basically decided that we were going to back out of that because everything was going wrong trying to go up there, all the way from the flight to the hotels to trying to get up there. Everything was going wrong. And I was like, no, you know what? A lot of times I learn. Sometimes you get resistance. Sometimes you get obstacles and you got to push through them. But when everything is going the wrong way and nothing's working correctly and you just got a feeling like you shouldn't be doing something, sometimes it's best not to do it. Because I know my personality and I know my demeanor. And I was highly, highly probable that I would have ended up getting arrested now back down in Florida if I would have attended up there. I never went to D.C. I was down here the whole time, and I talked to a lot of people that were up there. Now, I commend a lot of the people that went up there and protested. Now, I don't think people should have gone in and been fighting with the cops and doing some of the stuff they did. But on the other hand as well, majority of the videos and photos I saw, there was not any significant violence. I didn't see any protesters, patriot protesters, throwing Molotov cocktails at federal police. I didn't see that one time. I didn't see them walking around fire-burning vehicles in the parking lot. Didn't, didn't see that one time. No, I didn't see any of that. I did see a video of a protester walking to the Capitol building, climbing over stairs, and got shot in the face. Did see that video. And again, remember I told you guys the other day, this is the only time, this is unprecedented, that we've ever seen a full-blown purge of every single video recorded up in D.C., completely taken down off the internet, not just social media, off the entire internet, scrubbed, disappeared, can't even have it. There's been reports now that people simply recording stuff up there and being in possession of recordings up there on their phones that recorded it have now basically been arrested and or indicted simply for having recordings. Doesn't that seem very much like Gestapo? where you can't even talk about what happened up there. And pretty soon, I promise you, if the FBI stays on this course, that's what they're going to do next. And then we're going to have to make a decision on how we're going to handle this and proceed. Because once they start coming in saying, you can't talk about that, you can't bring up the election, which they've already done in some cases. They've already told them you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it on social media. It's verboten. That's always when you know they're trying to hide and cover something up and use as an excuse. So I encourage my friends, continue to get the truth out there. Nobody has the right to tell you you can't talk about the truth. Nobody. You're covered under the First Amendment, under the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. You can speak about the truth as much as you want. And anybody that tells you otherwise, they're lying to you and they're trying to manipulate you and deceive you. So continue to get the truth out there. That's what we do this show for, to continue to wake people up and continue to spread the truth because there's so much disinformation 
you got to sift through it. And that's what dad and I do every single day. That's why I told you at the beginning of the show, don't believe a lot of this fear porn everybody tries to put out every day. It's designed to keep you in a low frequency state. It's designed to constantly keep you in that, oh my gosh, what are we going to do next? No. Look at the evidence. Look at the truth. Make an informed decision and say, okay, this is the best option here. This is the best option here. Listen, it's easy to do that right now. When it's hard to do that is when you're in the middle of getting shelled, like Dad said, with the shell shock research. Then all of a sudden, it's hard to make a really, really rash decision on something because pretty much that time, you're in fear of your life. That's exactly what they do with the media right now. They try to keep people in the mindset that they're in their fear of their life. That's why you saw people walking around head-to-toe garments in the middle of the summer with masks and goggles and everything on when they go out to the store. Because they want to keep people in that state. Don't live like that. That's not of God. And that's not of America. We were not built on fear. We were built on bravery and courage and biblical principles. Continue to get those truths out there, my friends. Thank you for the support of Health Masters. Thank you for supporting small businesses and small local online businesses. Continue to stand up for what you believe in, my friends. Thank you for your support. Healthmasters.com if you need anything. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.